This week on The Swearwolves, Brett, David, and Alan discuss two delectably delicious motion pictures from the 1980s, Blood Rage and Blood Diner. Take it away, boys. Swearwolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. Gentlemen, it's been a while. Yeah. It feels like it's been a really long time since we all got together. It does, but it's only been a week. <laughs> well, it hasn't been a week. I guess well, okay. it hasn't been long enough. It hasn't been long enough. Yeah, no, Alan, we, can Alan little, says, we can give a little inside baseball. Yeah, we our, record our multiple methods. episodes at, the, at a time, but uh, Alan says when we get out of the well, I won't say what Alan said, but Alan basically <laughs> insinuated that he hates spending time with us. Oh, that's that's a shame because I'm a delight. Yeah. Oh. And I look forward to it. Like on Wednesday, I was like, oh, I get to record with my friends this weekend. And then I get out of the car and Alan's like, fuck you guys. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> all right. Well, I get to record with my friend this week. Oh, oh. right back at you. Oh, thanks. I like blood. you both. Um, yeah, we haven't recorded real. in a few weeks. <clears throat> Before we get started, uh, I did want to ask David about his trip to Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Second city. The Chi-town. Windy City. Chi-Town. Mm. Chi-Town. This is my first time. I had never been to Chicago before. Really? What'd you think of it? It was Yeah, it was cool. I mean, I was only there for, it was a flash. I got like 24 there. 24 hours? <laughs> pretty much. I got there like Friday afternoon, and then I, my flight left like uh, Saturday night, like 8.30 oh, Chicago okay. time. So mm. pretty quick up and back. Um, but it was a blast. It was you went flash, up there for flashback weekend, and, and so who uh, was there? So it was uh, Sam Raimi, uh, Bruce Campbell, Robert England. Uh, they had a cast reunion for Night of the Creeps, which is probably the reason why you went. That is why I went. So yeah. <laughs> I've got a uh, was it Shout Factory or Scream Factory? Scream. Did the uh, Oh, they yeah. sponsored it? or Well, no, oh, they the had that, that poster. The poster. So I um, got pretty much the whole cast to sign it. So By it was, the way. I ordered the Night of the Creeps DVD or Blu-ray, excuse me, came with the poster and the action figure. Yeah. You did not. I did not. I had to piece it together. And then you ended up <laughs> ordering it all, yeah. basically. Yeah. So it cost me more money in the <laughs> long run. Yeah. So I got the action figure. Tom Atkins signed that. Um, I got the poster. That was signed by Fred Decker, who was the director, and then um, pretty much all the cast members that were there. And then, which was um, all the major cast members? Yeah, it was pretty much. Yeah, it was almost all, just about everyone. It was, yeah, it was the, pretty much everyone. Yeah. And yeah, everyone was super cool. Could not have been nicer. Um, Jill Whitlow, who I think in our like horror crush episode I mentioned. Yeah, she still looks quite lovely. You got and to meet her. I got and, to meet her. And you did a photo op. I did. And what was cool was when I went to the photo op, I had met her a few hours before, and I I swooned because she still remembered my name. Oh, I know. So we did a photo op with um, her, Jason Lively. Uh, and Tom Atkins, who were all in costume. So that was nice. cool. So Joe Whitlow had like a flamethrower and uh, 
And I believe, Lee, yeah, Tuxedo. I believe we posted that on Twitter yeah, and yeah, Instagram on Twitter. too. So go check us out there and you can see David. You know. It was cool. So all of the Night of the Creeps people were super cool. And then um, that Friday night, I went to the bar that was inside the venue. Uh, it was actually a bar owned by uh, the Murray brothers. So Bill Murray and his brothers, mm-hmm. a place called Caddyshack. Uh, and a couple of the guys from Night of the Creeps walked in. So it was uh, Alan Kaiser. I hope I'm saying his name right. Uh, and Steve Marshall. So it was JC uh, in the movie. And then the guy who played uh, the douchebag, Brad. Bag. And you're all, uh, you're all best buds now. So they came over and um, they were just like, hey. They just sat s-? down at the bar? They were just like, hey, can we sit here? And I was like, dude, JC and the Brad here can sit wherever they did want. Did you say that to I me? did say that. And what'd they say? <laughs> they laughed. And then we probably talked for about 45 minutes and just kind of shot the nice. shit. And just kind of talked about whatever. And you didn't get them to record anything. No, but here's the funny part. <laughs> you're so, a fucking asshole. So I told them that uh, originally we had kind of talked, maybe the three of us would come down. And I told them I'd do a podcast and they asked about that and then I told them that you guys couldn't go and then they were like those fucking assholes oh. and they're like we should record like a message of us like saying like uh, Brett and Alan are a couple of assholes and you didn't do it? well no so the bar was so loud <laughs> I'll talk just yeah. listen I'll talk no this was, their, this was their <laughs> suggestion they brought this up okay yeah. Wow. yeah again you not thinking about the podcast other people had to think about the podcast <laughs> well I was going to like throw it out there Like, so then they were like well we'll do it tomorrow like when it's quieter but mm. and, I'm, and I'm actually happy for them uh the next day, they were swamped the oh, entire time. No, I, did, yeah. I really didn't want to bother them. Well, tomorrow, but they were not always guaranteed. But props yeah. to those guys because they were all super cool. And then, um, and then Tom Atkins walked in the bar and like all the other Night of the Creeps people. And then they were like, "All right, see ya," because yeah. the, uh, they had a table. And they didn't they invite you together. over. They did not. But, uh, oh, come on, David. But they were really cool. And then yeah. even the next day, I went over and talked to them again. And like uh, Jill Whitlow again was like, "Hey, David, how's it going?" I was like, "Oh." Still remember mm-hmm. my name. <laughs> um, Sam Raimi was cool. Um, I met Bro- uh, Brooke Theus, who was, uh, plays the girl who gets turned into a bug in Nightmare 4. By the way, she also was in a TV show called Just the Ten of Us. Hmm. Do you know who else was in Just the Ten of Us? No. Heather Langenkamp. Oh, wow. And also, another one, there was four sisters in Just... It was a spinoff of Growing Pains. Mm. Yeah. There was four sisters... Uh, well, there was more than four sisters, but there was four main sisters. Three of the four were in Nightmare on Elm Street films. That's crazy. Isn't that weird? That is yeah. really weird. Yeah. But she signed my uh, original Nightmare on Elm Street one sheet, so now I've got or Nightmare on Elm Street four. So yeah. I got a bunch of. Uh, you got almost all of them. Got quite a few. <laughs> yeah. And then Tom Atkins uh, was super cool again. And when I walked up, he you know we he was like kind of introduced himself, and I was like, oh, actually, you know, I met you a couple months ago in Phoenix, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, that was a good show. And then he like kind of looked up and he saw my hat, and he was like, oh, you're the podcast guy. And he was like, <laughs> he's like, didn't I do a little intro for you? And I was like, yeah, yep. you did. He's like, how how did that go? And I was like, I think it was well received. <laughs> he's like how's your show doing I was oh, like, that's oh, awesome we're doing he is, good we're he getting... is a sweet sweet he man. was just super cool he's a yeah. sweet yeah. man it was awesome so it was great seeing him again so you met your female crush and your male I did. crush yeah yes. it was awesome <laughs> but all in all good weekend i give uh uh that convention you said it was well flashback or- weekend uh, yeah big thumbs up really well organized yeah um, we'll have to try to make that um yeah. next year maybe yeah i would love to go again i'd like to go to some of the ones we were talking about this off mic I'd like to go to some of the ones for the east of the Mississippi. Yeah. yeah. Um, Texas Frightmare is one that I really would like to check Heard out. That one's good. Yep. Um, well, where's that one? That one's yeah. not east of the Mississippi. <laughs> it's but in Texas, right? It's in Texas. Yeah. Um, but there's also uh, Atlantic City Con or Atlantic City Horror Con. Yeah. yeah. They have a good lineup. Um, I, I always see who's going to be there. Um, North Carolina has Mad Monster. Right, yep. and yeah. they have a good lineup that yeah. goes there. There's a good one in Cincinnati. Is that Horror Hound? 
Or is that in Pennsylvania? I don't remember, I don't but like there's that, also one in Florida. Yep. So yeah, we'll we got to we gotta head one. east. Yeah, right. we have to head east. Yeah. So we need to start charging people to listen to this podcast so we can afford <laughs> all this. <laughs> Get a Patreon or something. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, all, all one people. <laughs> well, it's like we, actually, we love you. We have a yeah. Thanks, mom. I'm just kidding. We have a Patreon uh, account that's set up that I just don't have it turned on because don't have it active because we don't want to be those people. Well, mm. it's just like I would if we were ever going to do something like that. I want to make sure we have like stuff that's special. It's not like just you're now paying for things that would have been free. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to be able to give something. Yeah, so if we ever than... go down that road, like it'll be meaningful. <laughs> um, speaking of kind of shouting out some of our listeners, I did want to shout out um, one of our listeners by the name of Will. Will lives in Texas and he went to um, Alamo Draft House uh, screening of Gremlins. Oh, cool. And he won a NECA Gremlins figure, Ultimate Gremlin, and he sent it to me. Oh, very Because he's awesome. like, I don't collect. I know cool. you collect because you talk about it all the time and you post pictures on Instagram. So he sent it to me. Um, and then I also want to shout out Eric in Oregon because he contacts me on a regular basis and listens all the time and enjoys us and gets him through his work day. And apparently he's having struggles at work. Oh, I, only, I, I only know this because I used to work with Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Alan having struggles with us. <laughs> he, he just, so I want to shout out those two people. Why don't we get into the movies we're going to talk about? Obviously, oh, right. Flashback Weekend sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah, awesome. And we are going to be at Son of Monster Palooza, though, actually, in um, uh, Burbank, California. September, mid-September. September. I think it's 14th. Yeah, I think uh, September 13th, 14th, and 15th is yeah. when it is. We'll be there September 14th, Saturday the 14th. Yeah, so if you're going to be there too, hit us up. Yeah, definitely. We're going to talk about two movies that have one common element, blood. Blood. <laughs> blood Dave, and brothers. Blood and brothers. Blood that brothers. is true. Yeah. Can we just talk about There Will Be Blood? (laughs) (laughs) Also having to do with brothers, (laughs) twin brothers, right? In the movie, at least. We were talking about Daniel Day-Lewis earlier uh, off mic, but he's not... He's not in either of these movies. (laughs) Yeah, he was smart about that. (laughs) He got the script. He's like, you know, I think there's something I could do here, but I'm going to... It's going to be a pass. This is quite far (laughs) from Daniel Day-Lewis territory. But but But, let's bring this full circle. uh, You met Ted Raimi. Yeah. At Flashback Weekend. Yep. Ted Raimi was in the first film we're going to talk about, which is Blood Rage. That's right. Blood Rage. Um, this movie was filmed in 1983. It wasn't released until 1987, but um, it, in its limited release back in 83, it was known as Nightmare at Shadow Woods. And then it was called Slasher? And then it was finally released under Blood Rage. Yeah, the version that I watched said Slasher on the title card. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah, sometimes that will happen. And Dude, we it, talked about yeah, this in our, think grindhouse. In our grindhouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. grindhouse episode. Um, so yes, I was watching the same version, <laughs> and um, I put it on Blood Rage. It started, and then all of a sudden, the title screen or the title came up, and it said Slasher. Yeah. And I went, "Am I watching the I right film?" I did the film? exact same I thing. Stopped it. I did too. <laughs> I went to IMDb and I saw like, "Oh, alternate yeah. title." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> yes. Uh, this movie was directed by John Grismer. It was written by Bruce Rubin, who also wrote Zapped. Did Zapped. you ever see the movie Zapped with Scott Baio? Scott Baio. Scott Baio. And th- Willie Ames? I think so. Long yeah. time ago. Pre-Charles in Charge, Scott Baio <laughs> and Willie Ames. Um, it stars uh, Luis Lasser, who was married to um, Woody Allen. Oh, yes, yes. Hmm. Mark yeah. Soper, Julie Gordon, and Jane Benson. 
uh, amongst other people. Let's let's start with the basic plot of this movie. We get a title card. It says 1974 Jacksonville, Florida. Title of the movie comes up, Slasher. Again, I was questioning what I was watching. <laughs> uh, we're at a drive-in theater. We follow some douchebag around. Well, ultimately <laughs> goes to the bathroom. Yeah, and he, he ultimately gotta, goes to the bathroom and he gives Ted Ramey a crisp one dollar bill for a condom. Mm. He sells him a condom. Yeah, Origi- Ted, Ted, Ted Ramey's hustling condoms in the men's bathroom. Yeah, he's got about I don't know fifty or seventy five condoms in his jacket coat, and he opens them up. Not a not a fucking line of dialogue by Ted Ramey, mind no. you. <laughs> yeah, he sells one condom, and then he goes to the next guy. He's gonna sell another condom, and that's it for Ted Ramey for the rest. He's of done. That's it. That's it. We get shots of various kids or young adults yeah. making out in cars. Yep. Yeah. And uh, then we see this, who, what I thought was a kid, but then when they showed her face, I was like, this is an this old. old. <laughs> I did the same thing. I was like, oh, I got a hot young couple. Oh, wait, nope, not a young couple. Mm. Uh, it's a mom and some dude. And originally I thought it was the dad. Uh, but it's just some dude, and they're making out in front in the front seat while her twin boys are asleep in the back seat. She stops and says like something like, "Hey, the boys," and he's like, "Oh, the boys have been asleep." Yeah. You know, yeah. come on, baby, <laughs> come on, baby, give it to me. <laughs> so they start making out again. Mind you, this chick. I mean, I don't want to be the guy who's like criticizing people for their looks, but they do so many close-ups of her mouth. And she's got a big toothed mouse mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and they're kind of yellow. Like, oh, oh, they're long and they're big. And she's got a gummy, toothy <laughs> grin. She yeah. is, I mean, I'm not saying she's not attractive, but she's not attractive. But, what, a, sweet, but a sweet gal. What format did you watch this on? Was it streaming? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I streamed it. The power of high def. <laughs> yeah. I don't think if we, if I were to watch this in low def. VHS or something. you <laughs> I would have thought the same thing. Yeah, sure. Um, the kids wake up and one of them turns to the other and he's like, Hey, wake up. They're twin boys. They're back at it again. Yeah. Mom's back at it again. Yeah. They so, sneak, so sneak this is something, car. this is something regularly that mom does. Like she'll take her twin boys out while she go f- fuck some randos. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, here um, we go again. Must be Wednesday. <laughs> yep. Uh, there's a double feature at the drive-in. Yep. So mom's out. Why does she have to take the kids? Why can't she get a babysitter? Yeah. Come on. Cheap ass. And what happened to dad? <laughs> That's an ongoing theme throughout this movie, by the way, is that all the moms are single moms. I can tell this is one of many questions that we'll be addressing. Okay, so the kids wake up, they sneak out, and one of the kids finds a hatchet. Yeah, they go to like a pickup truck that's got a bunch of tools and stuff. Uh, How convenient. Grabs a hatchet. Grabs a hatchet. Quite convenient. he there's kills a, some dude. There's a dude banging his girlfriend in a car, and <laughs> yeah. the kid just walks up and hatchets him right in the face. It's actually pretty good makeup effects on the facial yeah. gash on the guy. I love how he just takes it, too. Well, yeah. and he's like staring at him. Both kids, one's in the foreground, one's in the background, and they're both just staring at this guy as he's fucking... The, it's the same guy who bought the condom off Ted Raimi. Right. Put it to use. Yeah. <laughs> Ted Raimi's like, I earned this dollar. Um, <laughs> but uh, they... Uh, and then And then the guy's like, what the fuck you looking at, kid? Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> and then the kid just like, fuck you. And he just hatchets some hatchet right- you in the face. <laughs> but so- he makes sure he's nice and close to take the hatchet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know. uh, the girl runs away. Yeah. Naked, naked. Screaming. Naked. And then the kid, uh, he gives the hatchet to his brother who's like in shock. Yeah. And he wipes blood on his brother's face. Meanwhile, there's like 20 people surrounding them. And they're yeah. watching Plenty him of witnesses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then he's like, mommy, mommy, mommy. Look what he did. And then mm. the mom comes and she's like, my boy, my oh, boy. 
Yeah. yeah. And she's like got this New York like Jewish Long Island accent. She's like, what happened, Charles? Oh my God. There's what, blood all over you. Was it? Uh. Terry and Todd. She's like, Terry, Terry, tell me what happened. And he's like, look at what Todd did. And then she's and it's like, oh my this, God. At this point, we are in for a huge load of crap. Oh, you are absolutely. <laughs> I'm just going to say it right yeah, now. You are absolutely correct, Alan. <laughs> Um, I I wasn't expecting the load. <laughs> it was like it was like I was just I don't know I wasn't expecting the, yeah. this oh. big a load of crap. But then right. we get a title card. It says ten years later. Ten years later. Flash forward. We got mom. She goes to the mental hospital to visit Todd. And we've got like a horrible voiceover by the therapist. It looks like she's literally just reading off a piece of paper. Yeah, and that's I, I'm, I'm going to bring that up here. Um, Todd's been locked up since the murder, and we find out that Todd is now starting to remember what happened the night in the drive-in and claims that Terry was the one who kills the guy. And the doctor who's treating Todd believes that Terry is guilty, and there is a voiceover of her telling us all this information. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the voiceover happens and it almost feels like they filmed the dialogue and they were like, fuck. <laughs> we got This doesn't go quite explain it. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get the voiceover from the doctor because the doctor, spoiler alert, the doctor doesn't survive. Mm. So to have voiceover from somebody who is not living anymore yeah. really like disrupts the whole thing. And if you're going to have voiceover in a movie, I feel like that person should be the one telling. Yeah, they're the kind of the story. narrator. Right. But this person dies and there's no person who does take over the voiceover. Right. Um, but anyway, the mom, it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> I brought your favorite. <laughs> Some kind of chocolate cake that looks like shit. It's, pump- it's, pump- it's, it's pumpkin pie. Whatever. Okay. Pumpkin pie. He rolls it up like shit. Yeah, he squishes it in his it's, hands. It's very symbolic. Of, Flings it of against the wall like feces. Yeah. He's like a fucking monkey, caged monkey at this point. Yeah. Um, but the doctor's like, whatever. And then they, they proceed to, they proceed, two interns just come in and they tackle him. And they lock him up. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty much it. Next this scene. Is, this is just a really lackadaisical hospital, except for when he starts throwing pumpkin pie against the wall, yeah. <laughs> because mm. like he's just roaming around and then he's like, Oh, I'm going to go into this office. Like it's a mental institution, but nobody's like monitoring this guy, this kid. <laughs> um, yeah. They're like he's throwing his feces again. Like, Oh no, it's, it's just pumpkin pie. So I'm like, Oh, they're like, fuck that. Pumpkin pie. pumpkin pie. <laughs> How dare you waste pumpkin pie? It's valuable. I could be home with my family. It's thanks fucking giving. <laughs> Asshole. Uh, keep in mind that it's Thanksgiving throughout this movie, by the way, right. because there's a lot of shit that happens mm. that I question. Right. <laughs> Alan. Just, mm. Yeah. So Todd escapes. This Todd is Todd. Escapes. There's Todd and Terry. And, and meanwhile, Terry is living at home with the oh. mother. It's Thanksgiving well, Day. Terry, well, Terry is actually at college. He's just back home. He's for back the, home. He's for back. The, he's out we get a good scene of Terry playing football with mm-hmm. some people. Uh, one of his, is it Terry or his buddy? Somebody's got a gigantic wedgie and their Gig- ass is right in front of the, right <laughs> yeah. in front of the camera. <laughs> um, just a lot of useless scenes oh did i i must have skipped over oh no, i skipped over scene. some stuff yeah. i si- skipped over some stuff no but please I remember. please skip over stuff this is this well, there's is some funny stuff this is what happened so i'm watching this movie at this point in the movie about this point i had to stop it because i said to myself i was watching by myself and i was like i gotta wait for my wife and uh. so i had to watch it from the beginning again 
because I was like, you have to watch this with me. And this so is, I forced her to watch this it. This is me. one of the few movies that I've watched with my wife. Like she usually doesn't Roxy watch watches this She movie? did. And she usually doesn't watch any of the stuff that I watch. And this one, like we were both watching. And I think about this time we also paused and we're like, we're going to need some drinks. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's, let's yeah, get ready. That's, that's a fact. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a long, bumpy I road. I made sure I had a few drinks before we did this fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. All right, so we get Terry. Thanksgiving Day. It's, it's dinner time. It's, dinner time. Well, well, first of all, let's go back to the football match. No, please, let's not. No, we got to. Okay. <laughs> let's go back to the football game because this is the worst organized football game I've ever seen in my life. Oh. Like, this makes... Did you ever see the movie The Room? Yeah. <laughs> you know when they're playing football? <laughs> the football you know, something about these about these these horror movies, especially in the early 80s when they're filmed, they always have these useless sports scenes. Yeah. Oh, what was that movie? Uh, it's all filler. Uh, that we did. Well, Sleepaway Camp's got a real long softball game or something. April baseball, Fool's right? Day? No, it's not Sleepaway Camp. Oh, was Sleepaway Camp the softball game? But there was also that one that um, with Jason Fools Alexander. Oh, oh, The Burning. Yeah, The, the burning. burning. The yes, Burning. Yes. They have a really long one. Yeah, it's yeah. like... Every, it, it's a staple mm-hmm. in these early films. It's just like okay, right, those sleepaway camp short, does shorts too. And let's watch these. Let's watch these actors play a sporting event. <laughs> why? Why the fuck not? Very poorly. But they're they're barely playing football yeah. because the guys like. First of all, the field that they're playing on is probably a twenty foot long yeah. field. It's about the size <laughs> of this living room. So the, they and, basically don't know what they're doing, and they're like, uh, "I got Samantha or whatever." And uh, he like covers her. She catches the ball, and he's like, "Gotcha!" And then he makes out with her. Gotcha. <laughs> uh-huh. So it's pretty lame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, uh, the new neighbor and her daughter. So they live in this apartment complex. Yeah. It's yeah. like this. Uh, we find out later, it's ten acres. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This whole thing takes place in apartment complex. Yeah. The apartment complex is Shadow Woods. The original script was Nightmare of Shadow at Shadow Woods. Yeah. Um, the whole complex is about ten acres, and there's. Two, uh, there's a new neighbor, and uh, she's an older lady, and she comes jogging by with her daughter, and uh, they stop, and Terry glimpses the new daughter. Wow. Yeah. And he's like, uh, hey. And they're like, oh, you must be Terry. Why? We've heard so much about you. <laughs> yeah. Your <We're>, reputation <laughs> precedes you, sir. <laughs> Your mom told us all about you. Meanwhile, mom's at the fucking mental hospital getting pumpkin pie thrown at her like poop. <laughs> Uh, but she's like, she's like, your mom invited us to Thanksgiving meal. Okay, listen, guys, I don't know if this is common to just invite strangers to Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a time for family yeah. and close sure. friends. Yeah. yeah, but I would never invite somebody I just met. Yeah, to Thanksgiving. Yeah. Make your own fucking Thanksgiving. I don't yeah, care exactly. if you gotta go get a turkey sub. You exactly. know what? <laughs> I don't. I don't invite just any Joe Schmo. <laughs> but they've been invited to Thanksgiving. Uh, dinner so the the new neighbor's like oh we're gonna be there and terry's like oh i'm glad to see that now he's flirting with this new girl meanwhile he's got this girl that he's been making out with yeah when he's playing defensive back away yeah yeah Yeah. right there um so now we cut to thanksgiving meal (laughs) mom's got a very special announcement (laughs) yeah mom's got a very special announcement her and her fiance are gonna get married, and he's yeah. like the manager of the apartment complex. He, I guess? Okay. he manages the he's apartment complex. Manager. Yeah, his name is Brad, and uh, <laughs> upon the announcement, Terry's not too happy. He's kind of pissed, but he kind of hides. He's like, "Oh, I'm so happy yeah. for you." Yeah, and he's like, "Well, you're the head of the family now. You carved yeah. the turkey." Yeah. Well, yeah, and mom, that whole scene's weird. Mom's got real weird cleavage that kind of oh, persists through most of the movie. Gross. 
Yeah. It's, it's not weird. It's gross. Yeah. Like I was grossed <laughs> out by looking at her boobs and <laughs> I don't get grossed out at boobs. I like boobs. But these aren't my kind of boobs. <laughs> these no. aren't my kind of boobs. So I looked up how old Luis Lasser or, was in this movie. Yeah. Uh, Luis Lasser. How yeah. old she was when she filmed this movie. Now I want you guys to guess how old she was. I'm going to go 55. Alan, do you have a guess? She was, yeah, 55. She was 44 years oh, old. Oh, wow. <laughs> my God. Now, I'm 42. <laughs> 44 is in my range. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Plus or minus, right? Yeah, she looked older than that. She Holy didn't, she Christ. She didn't look too bad, though. Get out of town. No, she didn't look too bad. You're fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, well, Brad, was that his name? Brad? <laughs> Brad looked like he was... He was satisfied. Kind of satisfied because she always like stops it yeah. before it goes too far. Um, so mom, uh, mom is in the kitchen getting some rolls and she gets a phone call. Yep. And Terry goes in to see what's going on. Come to find out Todd's escaped from the yeah, mental hospital. And mom tells Terry, like, keep this a secret. Don't tell anybody. And then... He, he immediately tells everyone at the yep. table. <laughs> they go back to the table, and he's like, "Well, my brother Todd just escaped." And we get a, we get a, we get a shot of mom reacting to that for about I don't know, fifteen minutes. And she's just like, "I can't believe you told everybody," mm. but she doesn't say anything. She just looks at him yeah. as he's piling green beans onto his fucking yeah. plate. Yep. And mom's very worried about what's going on. Meanwhile, Brad's very horny and is like trying to like make out with her. Yep. And she's kind of like, "My crazy kids on the loose." Like, yeah. Settle well, down. One thing that I did want to mention, too, was the new neighbor girl. She's like, hey, I got a babysitting gig tonight. Oh, yeah. All right. It's fucking Thanksgiving. <laughs> Who's going out and being like, I need my kid to be babysat? <laughs> I got a hot Thanksgiving date. <laughs> Second of all, who's like, oh, the new person, their daughter, who is also brand new, <laughs> I'm going to hire them to babysit my mm-hmm, kid. To watch my child. <laughs> it's bad parenting. But she's like, uh, Terry, I got a babysitting gig. Why don't you stop by later on? Mm-hmm. And Terry, who's sitting next to his girlfriend, is like, yeah, I'll stop by. And his girlfriend's just like, mm. okay. So quite, now, quite the logic in this one. Exactly. So now we're, uh, it's later on that night, and Terry's uh, getting ready. And uh, Brad and the mom are in the bedroom. And Brad's trying to. He's getting frisky. Yeah, he's trying to make out. Yep. And she's like, Terry's in the other room. He's like, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't Daddy care. horny. This, this dick isn't going to stroke itself. <laughs> mm. oh, and she's just like, look at my cleavage. Look at my cleavage. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> and he throws up green beans all over her. And the, uh, roll the credits. End, end of the movie. <laughs> Blood rage. Everybody. <laughs> Blood rage. <laughs> yep. um, but uh, as he's trying to get some, uh, Terry snoops and he sees this. This sets him off. Yep. Mm-hmm. He does not like uh, seeing people. Terry make out. sees his mom and the new fiance making out. And this is his trigger. Um, speaking of triggers, it's about this time <laughs> that there's a knock at the door and some fucking jabron is out at the door chewing <laughs> with the therapist, chomping gum, and he's got a gun. As soon as Terry answers the door, he points the gun at him. And I was like, oh, are they getting robbed? Fuck. Yeah. But no. Yeah, why is his gun out? And it's like his finger's on the trigger. <laughs> and like as he's talking to him, he's like pointing the gun like yeah. at, at what he's looking at. Yeah. the gun all over the place. But it turns out that this guy and the therapist are hunting down Todd. And this guy's like, oh, you look just like him. Well, yeah. no shit, Sherlock. They're fucking <laughs> twins. 
Um, and why are you just pulling a random gun out at a random person? <laughs> like, I got him. I got him. That's not him. That's Todd. That's Terry. So anyway. Um, well, and then they talk to Brad. And Brad. Brad is immediately an expert on where murderers would hide. Yep. He's like, let me show you. Where let the- me show you where you would go. Oh, jeez. We got 10. This is how you find out there's 10 acres, too. He's like, we got 10 acres on this compound. Yeah. And uh, he's like. If he would come, he would go around the back yeah. or he'd go around the front. So That's what he says. So <laughs> he's like, okay, yeah. go around the back. And you know what else is wonderful about that scene is while he's talking, the 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 therapist starts talking, but the camera never changes from the from Brad. So we're hearing her talk, and all we're seeing is his face reacting to what she's saying, but she's not saying anything compelling. So it's just, <laughs> this is a shot of his face just listening. <laughs> yep. uh, so stupid. Yep. yep. So uh, let's let's cut to the chase. So Brad, so Brad, Brad tells them where to go. And Brad's like, you know, instead of going back and being with my fiance, I'm going to go hang out in my office yeah, and listen to some religious radio. <laughs> yes. So he goes and has a beer. And as he's drinking his beer, Terry enters, Terry sneaks up behind him and Terry's got uh, a machete, a machete. Yeah, yes. that's right. <laughs> that's right. He does. And then uh, he taps on the sliding door and Brad turns around and he goes, oh, it's you. Yeah, with a machete. <laughs> and then Terry chops his hand off and his hand like, like... Holding the beer on the ground. <laughs> as it as it drops, it holds the beer on the ground, yeah. um, killing Brad. All right. <laughs> and blood squirts everywhere. Yep. Like, yeah. So the doctor and this dude are looking around the apartment grounds yeah. and Terry approaches the dude who's smoking a it joint. Is, uh, he's smoking weed. And uh, he stabs him yep. mm-hmm. with the machete. And then and he, he kills a doctor. He, and kill, he comes up on the doctor and he chops her in half. Yep. Um, and, and she he, saw him coming from about 20 feet away. And it was like that whole Austin Powers thing. Like, ah, uh, yes, yes. And, like, don't, uh, don't run. Don't run. Hold it for 10 seconds yep. and then get sliced in half. It was and pretty then, ridiculous. And then the mom is at home getting drunk and she's sitting on the floor like David Hasselhoff. Oh, yeah. Like, she is. Like raiding the fridge. The hamburger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's just eating leftovers. The mom is a mess. She is a hot mess. She is. A hot Meanwhile, mess. Terry, he's got to get ready to go over to the babysitter, uh, meet up with the babysitter. So he goes and and takes a shower, but first he tastes the blood on his shirt and he says, "It's not cranberry sauce. <laughs> this is not the last time no, he, he will say he's this." Gonna, he's gonna yeah. double dip on that joke several times. <laughs> you yep. know, somewhere like we got a tagline. Somewhere in production, <laughs> they thought this line was so clever <laughs> that they decided to use it multiple times. On Thanksgiving, you can go for seconds on, yeah. your, on your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good oh. one. Oh. All right, so Terry showers, and then he goes over to the new neighbor's apartment. Yeah. Well, not the new neighbor's apartment, to where the new neighbor is babysitting. Yeah. And uh, she's clearly hitting on him. Yeah, she tries to see Mind you, uh, you can hear a baby crying in the background, but when the babysitter's asked about the kid, all she says is that uh, she didn't make a peep, uh, the baby didn't make a peep all night. <laughs> but the baby is crying in the it's background. Peeping. Uh The babysitter hits on Terry all night, but he changes the subject. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't care. He doesn't want to get any. Todd is creeping around and he creep looks into uh, his mom's apartment from the patio and Terry's girlfriend shows up and she ma- mistakes Todd for Terry. Yeah. And she proceeds to talk to him and Todd doesn't say anything, but she tells him like her life story and how she wants to fuck him. Mm. <laughs> yep. And Todd's like, I'm not Terry. I'm Todd. And she's like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> um, yeah, she runs around and she tells a couple douchebags. Yeah. Like, like, what's going on? Okay, here's another thing. One though. of those guys is very horny, also. Yeah. Uh, I'll get back to that in a second. <laughs> um, 
I wrote, I said this earlier, but isn't this Thanksgiving? Why did some lady hire a babysitter for a kid? And then why is she surprised when she goes, it'll be $10. She's like, Oh, you're going to charge me. <laughs> like, what? Whatever. Um, so, uh, the, the date, the, that guy is a fucking nerd too, by the way. But anyway, he pays for it. Um, meanwhile, like we said, mom is getting wasted as she cleans the house. So she's still getting drunk. She just ate all the leftovers. Yeah, she's drinking a bunch of wine. Now she's drinking wine and cleaning the house. Yeah. Uh, Terry's girlfriend tells these two dudes about running into Todd. One of the guy grabs a bat and goes to look for him while the other guy tries to make his move on her. Mm. Yeah. She stops him and then the other dude comes back. Todd finds a doctor's body cut in half. He gets emotional. <laughs> he tries to put her back together. Oh, he's he like, does. Oh, let me reassemble you. So, so the two dudes and the girlfriend, they run into Terry and the babysitter. And Terry's girlfriend tells them Todd is here. So Terry runs off. He's like, I'm going to take care of this. And the remaining kids decide, fuck it, let's go party. Uh, her mom is out for the evening. Again, this is Thanksgiving. They just had Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner together, but she yeah. went out for the evening. And why is nobody spending time with their family? All right, so now we're back with the chick that hired the babysitter. And she's with her baby and her date, and they're chilling in the apartment. And again, I'll bring up the fact that all the women in this movie don't have husbands they're all single moms <laughs> yep. mm. i don't understand that but uh the di- the date is the biggest dork in the world and he's talking about coconut liqueur <laughs> and, <laughs> and how he's like liqueur 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 i've um, never had this type and of she's liqueur. got quite the spread of liqueurs mm-hmm. it is quite robust um Anyway, she goes to get changed into something more cov- comfortable, like she pulls up this teddy, and the baby's sleeping in a bassinet right there, and uh, the baby wakes up, but she tells the baby that she's going to try to get him a rich daddy, <laughs> and oh, I guess yeah. this dork is rich. Um, there's a knock at the door, and she says, hey, dork, go answer it, mm-hmm. and he does. Um, we don't see what happens, but then she comes back out, and she hears some uh, another knock at the door, so she looks out the peephole, and she sees dork at the door so she opens it and it's just his head just hanging his head there, hanging yep. there. Um, mind you this head barely resembles <laughs> that, that dork yeah. guy um, Terry comes in and he chases her and the chick like ditches her baby she's just like fuck you kid mm-hmm. <laughs> survival of the fittest fucking hell <laughs> but she gets got um, this mom back to Terry and Todd's mom she's fucking ridiculous she's wasted she's like passed out right she's calling the operator oh, she's and she's oh, wanting yeah. them to contact her boyfriend why doesn't she just walk the hundred feet <laughs> yes. to go down to his go fucking to his office. office but whatever um, this scene with her these scene, these following scenes with her are just painful <laughs> um, I, I wrote this in my notes I don't want to be that guy but this lady has a mouth that is huge and her teeth are so big why are they always <laughs> focusing on her oh uh, yeah, she was 44 when they filmed this. I did write that. Okay. Um, so the guys, the girl, they make it back to the babysitter chick's apartment. This babysitter, by the way, she's new to the community. Like no one has ever met her before today, <laughs> but yet she's invited to Thanksgiving dinner. She got a babysitting gig. She partied with some kids. She plays tennis, goes swimming and gets banged all in one day. Yeah, quite the first day. Yeah. She's like, if, I was like, if I did just one of those things, mm-hmm. I would be like tapping yeah, I'd settle out. for a I'd meal. have to take a nap. A meal? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's like you ate Thanksgiving. You had, did all this stuff. Like just one of those things. Yeah. Um, so they're all hanging out, partying. And the babysitter and the guy who tried to make out with uh, Terry's girlfriend, uh, they start going at it. And they go into another room. Well, the other two play a video game. By the way, the joysticks, 
They look like giant dildos. Did you notice that? <laughs> I like, couldn't tell what system that was. It was a non-descript yeah. system, and the game they were playing was not. The sound effects and the game didn't, didn't match. match. Not at all. <laughs> um, like you said, Alan, Todd finds the body of the doctor, and like you said, David, he tries to piece it back together. Mm-hmm. Um, he grabs the gun, which I thought she just had a tranquilizer gun, but the no. gun that he grabs is like, a revolver. So they switched it. Uh, gear, apparently. And he goes to search for Terry, and he comes across this little girl who's looking for her cat. Uh, he tells her to go inside, go home, <laughs> lock her door, and don't answer it for anybody. I don't care what happens. Yeah. This will come into play later. Uh, the babysitter and the horny dude, they play tennis, and Terry watches them. Then they go to the pool. To and, bang. And Terry kills him. Terry kills him. Todd confronts the remaining guy. And he holds him at gunpoint and he tells him that it's actually Terry who's the psychopath. That dude runs off. He meets up with Terry and tells him what happened. And then Terry kills him. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess like he realized Todd was correct. Uh, Terry's girlfriend figures out that Terry is the killer because he tries to kill her. (laughs) So (laughs) she's a good clue. (laughs) She runs around the apartment complex looking for help. (laughs) Apparently no one's at home. Everybody's out for the night because yeah. nobody answers. Thanksgiving, big night for going out. Um, the following is my favorite part of the movie. It's when she goes to the apartment of the little girl who says, I was told by the man to lock my door and keep it locked and not answer it. You're going to try to kill my cat. <laughs> That's what she says. And then so the girlfriend runs away. Uh, she finds her way to the apartment and she hears the baby screaming. So she sees the dead mom and the boyfriend. She grabs the baby. She runs to the pool because why not? Why yeah, not? Sure. The pool's indoors, mind you. Um, Terry finds her and he tries to kill her. But then Todd shows up. Those two wrestle. And then they go into the pool. <laughs> Terry seemingly drowns Todd. But I guess Todd's still alive. The mom comes in. She shoots Terry. And she starts to comfort uh, Todd. Yeah. But she... She thinks she shot. She thinks she shot Todd. Todd, and she's comforting Terry, and she's like, "Terry, everything will be okay." Yeah, she can't tell her own children apart. Nope. To which Todd says, "I'm Todd. I'm Todd. I'm Todd." Over and over, and then the mom says it with him. They start chanting, "I'm Todd." Mm. The, the chick grabs the yeah. baby. The chick grabs the baby, and she's like, "I'm out of here. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> this is fucked." She bolt, bolts, and then the mom blows her brains out. <laughs> the end. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Who picked this fucking piece of shit? I did. <laughs> How did you know about this movie? I even? didn't. I just picked it because it had the word blood in oh, it. Oh, okay. And it, I knew it looked, <sighs> it looked like it was going to be bad. So. All right. So I'll go first. Uh, short and sweet, this movie's awful. Yeah. Uh, this is what I wrote. The acting is ridiculous. The special effects are lame. The story isn't really isn't really tense in any part because we know who the killer is the entire time. Um, there are no jump scare moments. The music is awful. Nothing makes any sense from the beginning when the kids kill the dude to the end. It's all just a clusterfuck of crap. I'm not sure if this was made intentionally bad, but if it wasn't, it's uh, if it wasn't done in a funny manner, it was like someone wanted to make a slasher flick, but they suck. (laughs) So that being said, I give it half a Pamela Voorhees. Oh, snap. Snap. What about you? And that was only because of the little girl. Yeah. (laughs) Because of the cat line. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you're gonna try to kill my cat <laughs> my cat um so 
you touched on something that uh, stuck out with me, and that was that the killer being known the entire movie. There was an opportunity that they could have done something cool with the first murder at the drive-in, not to have the scene of the kid like hand the, the hatchet to the other kid and smear blood on him. Mm-hmm. And that could have been revealed like in a flashback yes. later that there was some sort of yes. switcheroo, but there was no element of mystery. So like the whole movie, we already know what's, how, yeah. how it's going to play yeah. out. Um, and the two brothers don't, I mean, it's the same actor, but his hair is different. Like they yeah. act different. So we can also tell who's who at all times. So of there's course. no suspense there. Um, all that said, I found this movie hilarious. Like I was laughing the whole time to your point. I don't know if that <laughs> but was not, a, not because you were supposed to, but I was entertained. Uh, oh. the, uh, some of the kills that that were kind of fun. Some of the makeup effects weren't bad. I mean, this is a terrible movie, Yes, but I enjoyed it and mm. I was laughing the whole time. I would watch this again, like with a group of people. Okay. Um, I gave it two. Oh. Two. I did. God. Wow. <laughs> you must've been really drunk. <laughs> Well, he watched it with his wife. I watched it with my wife too. We were, she hated we, it. We were laughing. We both really liked. Well, oh, my wife liked it. Despised it. We were laughing. I uh, I used to own this, <laughs> and um, the key word is used to. <laughs> Who'd you sell it to? Uh, Me. My, Did you sell it back to Zia? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember. But yeah, I got I got you know I I got rid of it. Uh, I've seen this before. I, I watched it again reluctantly, and. Uh, yeah, it was the same as the first time. So, um, <laughs> really, it, it hasn't changed. Yeah, no. Not. Mind you, it was filmed in '83 and not released until right. That is that is true. Um, yeah, it wasn't released until '87. You know, I'm not going to dispute that. You know, heart was not put into this film. I'm I'm sure that you know. Some well, it wasn't cranberry was, sauce. It wasn't cranberry <laughs> sauce. But you know, I'm. <laughs> I, you know, I don't want to criticize the effort, but man, they really missed it. Um, some of the kills were cool. You know, Brad getting his hand chopped off. Or the whatever. woman getting hacked in half. Yeah, that was cool. You know, but that was it. That was really it. They didn't even show that. They just they, showed the end result. Yeah. You know, I mean, it wasn't, you know, they could only do so much with, with a low budget. Um, the story was garbage. The acting was garbage. Um Hey, real quick, why is this movie called Blood Rage? Why wasn't it called Blood Brothers or Slasher or oh, whatever Brothers other titles like yeah. they could have done? It could have been so much better. Um, I, you know, the mom was just bizarre. There's just you you couldn't tell if it was supposed to be um, if those performances were supposed to be you know coming across in that way. Like, was she supposed to be a bizarre lady? But it came across awkward. And, yeah. And it was... Awful. It was awful. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, just the the logic. There was no logic. There was no character logic. Um, none of the characters are interesting. Uh, the guy at the drive-in who gets his face chopped up with, with the... Like, uh, what did he With do? the hatchet. He, but he took it. He, he you would, you would <laughs> took think... Took it like a champ. You would think like, whoa, I'm going to step back. This kid so, has a hatchet. All right, but wouldn't a better... Okay, I'll let you finish. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, you I, know... I can make this movie better. Yeah, no, we all could. We, <laughs> we all could. Um, I was going to say, give me five minutes and a pen. Yeah. Miss Mesman's second grade class yeah. could make this better. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I honestly didn't know what to rate it because, you know, I did like the practical effects, but everything else was just garbage. I I give it a one, but barely. 
So it's got to average like a one point one point one six seven. <laughs> this has got to be the lowest one. It's a must I mean, see. Unless, unless you know, <laughs> let's see. you know, let's see maybe if you watch it with friends and you're really All drunk right. or you're really high, maybe you know, maybe it's fun. This is but, what I will say to that point. I could see if you are one of those people who Thanksgiving is about getting together with your friends. Maybe after you eat dinner with your family, you guys all get together and have some drinks. Yeah. And sure. you put, put this, this movie on, you play cards Yeah, or you play a board game or something. And this movie's on in the background. Yeah. I could see that yeah. being and something you, you do on Thanksgiving. Time. And you know, and it's one of the very few Thanksgiving horror films, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? If this had come out in 83, like if this had come out in 83, I think, it may have been a little more accepted. I don't. I don't know how much of a following this film. Oh, for sure. Has. The, the early '80s were a lot more slasher heavy. And, yeah, and and you know they weren't the best produced films. No, this was released on Blu-ray by Arrow Video, and like I'm thinking, man, Arrow normally puts out some really good stuff, and I'm watching this. I'm like, what the fuck, Arrow? Really? Come on. <laughs> so the way to Seriously? make this a little bit better. The way to make this a little bit better, besides not revealing the fact that it was the one twin who did it versus the other twin right away would be like, maybe the mom's like, Oh, I got it at the beginning. She's like, Oh, I got to go to the bathroom or something. And then the kids kill her date. Yeah. Right. Make the kill have some meaning. Like why is the yeah, killing so the just mom's some traumatized random? or something? Yeah. Yeah. So the mom's a little cuckoo and she thinks this kid did it, but it was really the other kid. Yeah. And then she stops they brushing her teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Instead it was just some rando. Of- <laughs> yeah. It was just some rando. Clean. Nobody yeah. cares. And nobody cares. And then, you know, obviously the, the stuff where it's like, we're going to introduce this character. Oh, you're brand new. And we're going to give you a babysitting gig the same night. And you know, there's a lot of shit that could have yeah. been done a lot different. Yeah. Yo, um, the poster looks rad. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Like, yeah. We got a pair of movies with posters better than the movie this week. <laughs> I'm just you, like, are you giving anything away with the second film? <laughs> you know, it's, know. it's one of those things where if it's marketed right, you can really trick a lot of people. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and I'm, I'm one of those, um, I'm one of those types who, you know, I'll go into uh, a music store, record store, whatever, movie store, and I'll and I'll I'll pick up, you know, I'll pick up a movie. I'm like, wow, this looks really cool. You see the artwork and everything, you know. Or when I was collecting records, you pick up a record, I'm like, man, this looks awesome. And especially, you know, when there wasn't any internet, you know, you you just went by the album cover or the yeah. movie cover. And this is one of those movies where you look at it, it's like, wow, Blood Rage, this looks rad. You got. You know, you got like a, a huge knife. Louise Lasser's in it, for Christ's yeah. sake. You, you <laughs> know, she used to be married to Woody Allen. Like the poster is killer. <laughs> Isn't she only 44? And, and you know, you, you go home and you watch it. You're like, what the fuck? Like, really? Come on. Like, yeah. you know, I couldn't wait to get rid of it. Yeah. It's really awful. It's garbage. It's one of the worst movies I've seen. <laughs> like, this makes Puppet it's Master, garbage. The Littlest Reich, look like fucking Citizen Kane. Oh, yeah. Nah, <laughs> I, I would agree with that assessment. All right. So... With Blood Rage out of the way, let's move to a film. Thank God. <laughs> let's move to something a little more highbrow. <laughs> yeah, the next movie is a little bit more highbrow. It's called Blood Diner. Uh, this movie is from 1987. It's directed by Jackie Kong, who, by the way, I share the same birthday with this person. Oh, wow. Uh, not birth date. Uh, but, well, well, the date, but not the year. The date, but not the year. He's yeah. 20 years older than me. Well, that's yeah. a woman. Oh, she. Yeah, it's a woman. Oh, I thought it was a he. No. Yeah. Well, she and I. 
Yeah, there you go. I have the same birth. We're both Gemini's. Well, um, there's a lot of things that happen in this movie that would also lead you to suspect that it was directed by a man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. It, well, it was written by Dookie Flyswatter, um, <laughs> stage name, starring Rick Burks, Carl Crew, Roger Dower, Lynette LaFrance, and Lisa Guggenheim. Guggenheim. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Guggenheim. Um, you know, this... Okay, so I saw this movie... Probably 1989, 1990. Oh, that was a while ago. Yeah. Um, So not long after. It came out. It came out. And I was about 12 or 13. And I was like, what the hell is this? (laughs) There was was boobs. So I was like, I'm in. (laughs) The one scene that stuck out, we'll talk about in a second. But it's like a trauma film on steroids. It is. It is. Um, And I remember I mentioned this to David because he was like, I got this on Blu-ray. You got it probably about a year ago. I got this movie back in November or something. Yeah. Because I I had seen it. I saw it in high school. um, And then I I bought it and watched it for the first time in since then, yeah, probably about 10 months ago. Or yeah, and I remember ago. saying to him, I'm like, that movie's fucking awesome. He's like, is it? Mm. Yeah, I think that was our exact conversation. <laughs> is it is really? It, is it really, Brad? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's start a podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we can point we can out how fucking idiotic you are. Um, so now we're we're here. <laughs> I don't know how do we do we want to go beat by beat? In this no, we because can, we can, it is a mess. <laughs> we can breeze, yeah, yeah, or breeze through it. Um, all right, here's the synopsis from Wikipedia. Yeah. By the way, I can read this pretty quick. Two brothers, <laughs> two brothers, Michael Tupman and George Tupman, are brainwashed by their serial killer uncle Anwar Namtut into completing his task of resurrecting the ancient Lumerian goddess Shitar. Their mission is given to them once they resurrected him from the grave. <laughs> Anwar Namtut is uh, from then on a brain in a mason jar that commands. They can the, talk, and he's got eyes. Yep. Yeah. Um, that can com- that commands the brothers. In order to complete their mission, the brothers must collect different body parts from many immoral women, stitch them together, and then call forth the goddess at a blood buffet with a virgin to sacrifice, ready for her to eat. The brothers choose women for their blood buffet from those that enter into their wildly popular vegetarian restaurant. (laughs) Meanwhile, two mismatched detectives work together to try to track them down before more carnage can ensue. (laughs) Yeah. Does that sound like a decent movie? Sounds like a romp. (laughs) Yeah. But is it? Well, you know, the way I looked at this movie uh, watching it recently was almost like a lot of the people that were in this movie... We're like punk artists in L- in the LA scene yeah. in the late eighties, yeah. yeah, and so it was almost like a punk art comedy. Yeah. So when you look at it from that perspective, it was like, okay, I can almost kind of understand some of the shit happening. Your thoughts? <laughs> oh, are we just talking overall thoughts on the well, movie? Well, I'm just, I'm just. Well, that's like the perspective that I see from it now. Like we can go back and touch on some of the yeah. highlights, but yeah, it's very low budget. It doesn't take itself seriously. No, it's it, definitely a comedy. Yeah, yeah like we were talking comedy. like with Blood Rage, like whether or not they were trying to make a serious movie or not. This movie, they definitely were not. They were no, like, they were definitely trying to make a comedy, and they yeah. succeeded. And I wouldn't even call it a horror movie, to be honest with you. No, I think it's a parody. Yeah, it's a parody it's of a parody. horror movie. Um, there's a lot of grotesque. Things. I said there's a lot of violence. Yeah, um, there's a lot of violence, but there's almost more grotesqueness yeah. oh, to yeah. it like i like i said it's very punk it's very anti-establishment it's very shock it's very shock value 
Um, we got the bar that has the the punk yeah. band at the end. Yeah. Um, which I actually kind of like that song that they were singing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oddly enough. Um, but uh, basically, it opens up with these two little kids. They're uh, just playing. Their uh, psychopath uncle breaks well, in. Mom's got to go to the store to leave him alone. She's like, I ran out of goddamn tampons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you little bastards. You stay uh, here. <laughs> yeah, and so then their, um, their serial killer uncle uh, broke out of jail. He breaks in. He gives them some amulets. Um, he dies. Flash oh, yeah, forward. and he says these amulets are over 5 million years old. <laughs> Were there even homo sapiens 5 million years I ago? I don't believe so. I don't think anywhere near 5 million years <laughs> no. have passed since. Uh, no. Yeah. You got to imagine this movie was made uh, with a lot of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, flash forward 20 years and the kids are now digging up the remains of their uncle and uh, they pull out his brain. Meanwhile, they kill the caretaker by hitting him in the back of the head with a shovel and his eyeballs pop yeah. out. But yeah. then when they flip his body over, his eyeballs are back in his yeah, head. Yeah, well, you know. Like, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> The one brother's really strong too, like uh, the wrestler, the wrestler guy. <laughs> like he just grabs that body and tosses it. Um, I like how the epitaph on the uncle's uh, uh, gravestone says, "I'll be back." Yeah, uh, they saw his uh, head open, pull out his brain, put it in a mason jar, and uh, as we touched on earlier, it can communicate with them. And it's always very hostile. Like, yeah, he's always very angry. He's calling him gay. And, he's and, yeah, lots of insults, idiots. lots of homophobic yeah. stuff. Yeah. So uh, he fucks. Uh, well, he doesn't fuck. Uh, <laughs> he wishes he could because he talks about his schlong a lot too. Oh, if I only had my schlong. Mm. But <laughs> I'd the, show you the meaning of machismo. <laughs> the kids, uh, the two uh, kids, they own this uh, vegetarian restaurant and but they don't serve anything vegetarian like they have like it's just all human flesh yeah, yeah they start serving up body parts yeah like. and then there's this guy who's like a reviewer for vegetarian and he's about i don't know what 500 pounds oh, that, <laughs> oh, that guy? yeah yeah and they're constantly insulting him and like uh the wrestler brother like punches him and beats him up a couple times but he keeps coming back <laughs> yeah then and he, chokes he barfs him. everywhere and he chokes him and he barfs all over the place yeah and then he's like oh yeah and then later like they pat him on the shoulder like oh sorry about that and they like give him more meal oh this is on the house <laughs> Like, yeah, he's like, sorry, you better be. Sorry, I choked you earlier and, and made you and, barf. And by the way, his voice is dubbed by someone oh, else. There's a lot of dubbing <laughs> in this film. And my wife goes, why do they do that? And I said, well, sometimes it was cheaper to record the audio separate from the video. Yeah. And then just splice them or just layer them on top of each other in post-production. So a lot of times in films, they would um, they would have somebody record the audio. Like, I know Robert Rodriguez did that with El Mariachi. Like he recorded the audio yeah. like in a hotel room afterwards because it was cheaper than buying film stock that had an audio track on it. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, they got to resurrect Sheetar. So they go and they get some chicks um, and they get some body parts. Oh, this is the part that I remember when they when he covers the one chick in batter and he dunks her head oh, in yeah, the fryer. Yeah, yeah. Deep, uh. deep fries her head. But then when her head comes out, it's like a giant ball, but it has earrings. Like it has, uh. How does it have earrings? <laughs> and then he knocks her head off. Yeah. Um, and then they also shoot up like a, um, there's like a oh. scene with like a, a an aerobics thing, but they're all naked. Yeah. yeah they're naked all topless. Aerobics. Topless yeah. aerobics. Doesn't he bust in with like a Richard Nixon mask or something? Or? A Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. Reagan. Yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah. it was like pre point break. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Shoots him up. Yep. It seems like when they made this movie, they were like, let's do a scene with this. And it has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. It's just, let's just try to get some cheerleaders naked. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love how the bouncer doesn't let them into the thing, and they just throw the bouncer into the street like it's nothing. Yeah, and then a car runs over his head, yeah. and everybody laughs. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Some yeah. some homies drive by bouncing their tr- uh, car. Yeah, car like hydraulics smashes his head like a melon. Yep, and everybody laughs. We <laughs> like the cars, the cars that go boom. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, they end up getting body parts. They sew together a shitar. The cops are on the trail. Can for- we talk about these cops a little bit? <sighs> Janet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I expected her to start singing Rhythm Nation. She's like, uh, Janet, Miss Jackson, if you're right. nasty. Jackson. La- Latoya nasty. Jackson. Yeah, she, I, well, and not to mention, like, she goes in and out of a weird accent. Yeah, I was going to say, is she Australian or something? I picked I up, know. every once in a while, like, your yeah. voice would kind of, like, she <laughs> like, had, like, a weird yeah, kind of sound. Nobody could keep up with and then the, And then, like, the chief has got, like, a thick Russian accent or something. Oh, right? and he always is punching And he always punched people. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I lost my temper. Sorry I punched you. <laughs> There's this other cop that's like an Italian. He's like, it's okay, oh, boss. Sorry, man. Mm. Yeah, and he's always punching him. He's got a temper. So the cops are on the trail. Uh, there's a new, the Janet Jackson is from New York, uh, out in LA. She was a transfer, apparently. Her and Bruce Willis came on the same flight from uh, fucking New <laughs> York at Christmas time. Yes. <laughs> but uh, she, uh, she thinks there's this one lead, and she, she ends up being kind of correct. And the Italian cop's like real creepy on her. Yeah, and, like, he wants to always like, like fuck her. He's always got his tongue sticking yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. He's it's like, real gross. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not really doing it for me, buddy. So they come up with this plan. The brothers come up with this plan where they're going to hold this blood feast at this punk bar. And uh, oh, by the way, the first time they go into the punk bar, there's like this 50s band. Yeah, it's like play? a doo wop thing or something. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that down too. I was like, what? What kind of club is this? And everybody's dressed weird. It's just, Especially the brothers, they yeah, have like some have Saturday like discos, night fever. Yeah, disco suits or something. Just weird. anyway, then the band have Nazis. Well, that's that that's band a different band. That's a different band. Yeah, yeah, they're Nazis and they have nooses around their necks. God. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, there's a lot of Nazis in this because even the wrestler that he wrestles against is oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. like Jeffrey Jim, Hitler. Jimmy Not- oh, yeah, yeah, Jimmy <laughs> Hitler. Jimmy Hitler. Jimmy Hitler. So they go. Um, they're they're gonna have this big blood buffet. And they're going to turn all these people into worshipers of Shitar and like zombies. And then they're going to sacrifice the virgin to Shitar, who's going to eat a, eat her with her stomach vagina. Yeah, when she wakes up, she's going to be very hungry. Her, her tummy snatch. Yeah, <laughs> belly cooch. Her, her and James Woods, <laughs> yes. they went to the same uh, school uh-huh. of vaginas, stomachs. That, yeah, that belly hoo-ha. <laughs> um. But the cops come in. Well, so the the patrons of this punk place, they eat the stew, um, and they all turn into zombies, and they start eating each other and turn into more zombies. And then they're going to sacrifice the chick to Sheetar, but the cops stop it. They shoot the one brother. The other brother gets all pissed off. They push the other brother into Sheetar's belly cooch, and he gets got, and all's good in the world. And then the cops are like, oh, they're all buddy-buddy now. Latoya Jackson and fucking Vinny Favarelli. <laughs> and so they go walking off. And then there's this guy driving in a car, and he sees this chick like in stiletto heels and like this tight red dress as she's walking down the street. And he's like, hey, baby. Hey, baby, come on in here, you know? And then he's like, before I give you my big fucking sausage, oh, yeah. <laughs> I need to know your name. And then it flashes to the chick, and it's like the manliest looking chick with the biggest fucking Big like razor teeth. teeth. Mm. And she goes... And she's got Anwar's voice, and she's like, they call me Sheetar. And then he's like, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> he just drives away. <laughs> he drives away like real slowly and like runs a red light. Like, yeah. End of movie. And then that's the end of the movie. End of movie. 
Thank God. Uh, <laughs> dude, this movie's got so much going on that we didn't even talk about. I mean, there's like a kung fu fighting scene, a naked chick on the beach. Like, yeah. there's there's a guy with a ventriloquist dummy. Oh, <laughs> the guy who owns the opposing vegetarian store. Yeah. He has he's like, like a this. He's a ventriloquist. Yeah. I love the ventriloquist <laughs> dummy. Actually, <laughs> it was so bizarre <laughs> and like the whole movie's bizarre. No, but that dummy in the restaurant was just. Like, I actually liked it. I yeah. was like, okay, this is this is so fucking weird. I actually like yeah. this. All right, so Alan, I'm going to have you go first on this one. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't buy one minute that that this was just made by people who thought, oh, you know, we're going to be funny and we're going to do this. You think they were trying to be serious? No. I think they did so many fucking drugs <laughs> that they didn't know what the fuck they were doing and this is what happened. Yeah, because this should be like a cautionary tale for I people doing drugs. I don't buy for a fact that you just make a move a movie just to have fun and just to do something. It's like, ha ha, this is funny and not make money. I don't buy that. I don't buy that for one minute. I think they did so many fucking drugs. They use their budget to buy so many fucking drugs that they fucked themselves up so bad that this is what happened. This movie was all over the place. <laughs> uh, Anything you liked about the movie? Uh, Besides the eventual, the kill scenes were great. Um, you know, if you like horror comedy, and I'm not a big fan of horror comedy, I, you know, if if horror is going to have any kind of comic tones, I like them for I like for them to be very subtle and very dark and very minimal. Um, I don't like too much comedy in my horror because then it's it's not a horror movie to it's me. It's a comedy. I'm sorry, movie. it's a comedy movie, and I don't sit down and watch horror to watch comedy. I watch, you know. But it, I like when it's very subtle and very minimal. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's some movies that do it right. Frankenhooker that we've talked about, that was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this one was just so fucking batshit, crazy, <laughs> bizarre. Um, I think you're probably better off watching it with friends and on a lot of drugs or really drunk. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's a lot of gore. But it happens so much in this movie that it doesn't really mean anything. Like, you know, it's it's just for the sake of... What about when the guy, like, drives the van over that fat dude? And just yeah. keeps running Multiple him over. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Backing up and doing it again and again it, and again. It's just over the top to where it's just like, okay, I get it. Like, you know, it's, you know... Goofy. You're, it's goofy. It's, it's, like, it's like you're watching a cartoon. And, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not sitting down to watch a cartoon. Um... <laughs> Like I said, the gore scenes were cool, um, but everything was just so random. Some of the jokes could have been like one-liners and that sort of thing, but they were so drawn out. Like it's almost like they're doing this for like people who are watching and they think they're like so stupid that they're not going to get it that they got to draw out all these fucking jokes. Mm-hmm. So once you've seen it, I don't think you really need to see it again unless you're with friends and doing a lot of drugs and drinking and whatever you want to do to fuck yourself up. Um, but me personally, I don't really need to see it again. I give it a one and a half. One and a half. All right. Yeah. <laughs> David? That's probably a little generous. <laughs> I was kind of torn on this one. Um so I mentioned before I saw this movie in high school and this was one like I remember growing up as a kid seeing the box like at the yeah. at the store like you know every as a kid it may be different yeah and, and really wanted to see it but then I saw it as an adult and I was like this movie's awful and then I bought it and I was like yeah this movie's awful and then I watched it again uh, a couple nights ago and I was like this movie's awful <laughs> um, your, your opinion hasn't changed it hasn't really but 
there are things like I f- that I find kind of funny, but it's so stupid and over the top, and that's kind of the fun. Yeah, kind of like Blood Rage. Like I think it's a fun movie to watch with other people. I watched it by myself, so I didn't laugh as much <laughs> probably as, no. as as much as I would have had there been other people with me. But like, there's just so much going on, and some of the the kills uh, are really weird. Like you said, the deep fryer thing. Yeah. The, the stalactite or stalagmite oh, yeah, falls on the girl's the head. head yeah. The the car smashing the person's head like a melon. It had some moments it for sure. Some, it's memorable. I'll give it that. Um, but I mean, it's not a good movie. I, I I'm in no hurry to see this movie again. Um, I also went one and a half on this one. Okay. I um, remember this movie from when I was a kid, obviously. And I really kind of, I guess I kind of liked it when I was a kid and I just watched it the other day and I did watch it with my wife and um, she hated the movie. I think if you like trauma films, this is right up there with the trauma films, like your Toxic Avengers, your Tromeo and Juliet, whatever other fucked up movies. Sergeant Kabuki (laughs) Man. See, I think those are better executed. Probably. um, This is not a good movie. Uh, this is really a shitty movie. Again, to Alan's point, there's probably a lot of drugs. I also think it was a lot of the punk culture, and it was somebody, I personally believe it was somebody who just did it like, hey, we yeah. got money to do a film. Yeah. Let's just fucking do something. Yeah. You you cannot tell me that somebody's going to make a movie just for fun. You cannot tell me that. <laughs> somebody's going to make a movie to try to make money. I don't think so oh. uh, in this case. Um, but regardless, I'm kind of with you guys. Um, with my ratings, except for lower, I give it a one. <laughs> a one. So this is probably our worst rated film now. Uh, it's less. Alan? One and a half. One well, and I a half. gave it so a one and a half. Four divided by three. Yeah, the, that's, the gore. It's one point. The kills were fun, <laughs> but that's it. That's it. And there were some laughs, but it's just so weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't recommend this movie. The acting's to not good. Yeah, it's just no. no. I can't even recommend it. I'm not crazy about horror comedy, but I know there is such a thing, and I know that other movies do, well, it, like, do like, it much better than like this. we've seen the movie the final girls which is a horror comedy that was great and that movie's good frankenhooker was great frankenhooker which was filmed around the same time uh, return of the living dead i think return kind of, of the living category. dead and return of the living dead also has that punk element too but, yeah, but done yeah. Well. it's just done better yeah. and this movie is just pretty much shitty. Yep. it was just i don't know maybe it was just maybe it was a sketch comedy troupe who was like hey we got all these sketches let's just like <laughs> piece it all together piece it all together and we'll make a somewhat linear story about it yeah i, I just guess. don't think i was altered enough while watching it. <laughs> <laughs> of the two i would watch blood rage again before i'd watch blood me diner. too yeah <sighs> do i have to choose and now i own blood diner because I had to buy it on DVD. I couldn't find it streaming anywhere. I'm glad I didn't buy it. I had to buy it on DVD uh, as part of a six horror film pack. And I sent you guys the picture. And one oh, of yeah. them was Earth Girls Are Easy. Yeah, how is that a horror movie? I don't know. <laughs> That's really weird. <laughs> it is weird. Um, anyway, I don't know if any of you out there have ever seen either one of these movies. By the way, Blood Rage, you can get on Amazon Prime right now. You can stream it uh, if you're a Prime member. Um, so maybe you want to check that out. Uh, maybe you don't. <laughs> you just want to take our word for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blood Diner, harder one to come by. Um, you can buy the DVD uh, on Amazon for like six bucks, maybe. I think is what I paid for it. It's not that. And I'm embarrassed. Well, I got it on Blu-ray, and I think yeah. I paid like twenty bucks. Oh. Vest, Vestron Video. It's like yeah, like twenty nine ninety nine retail. Yeah. yeah no, so. you can find cheaper alternative <laughs> copies of it, and they're just as good quality, probably. <laughs> um, please contact us. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, we're the Swearwolves. We're also the Swearwolves on Facebook. Uh, we're on Instagram as the Swearwolves Podcast. And go to our website, theswearwolves.com. Uh, you can drop us an email 
at uh, swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. Now, we also have a YouTube channel, and we are the swearwolves there as well. All right. So for the swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. Have a bloody, bloody week. Yeah. You bloody bastards. bastards. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Bloody fucking assholes. <laughs>